Who's ahead in the A&M quarterback battle after their first open practice of the fall? That and more on this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. The A&M football team had their first open practice of the fall camp season um, at Kyle Field over the weekend. In four practices, King was the quarterback running with the first team for the majority of the snaps. Now, does this mean necessarily that he is the guy going into the fall as we move forward through fall camp and and get closer and closer to that week one matchup with Sam Houston State? No, to be frank. It doesn't mean necessarily that he's the guy. It means that he was the leader coming out of the spring and that – Really and truly, he's the incumbent if there is an incumbent in this situation. So we should expect for Haynes to be the guy who gets the first team reps in the first practice, which he was. And then it flipped to Max got the reps in the second day of practice. Then on the third day of practice, it went back to Haynes. But then on this fourth practice, this open practice, it was back to Haynes King, who was with the ones. So we're going to get some scrimmages over the course of the next couple of weeks. That will tell us a lot. Um, all three guys will get work with the with the ones during those scrimmages and throughout that course of time. And that is really where the depth chart will start to establish itself. Once we get through those scrimmages um, and they really start to go from, hey, we're doing our installs, we're going through our regular our our basic drills and just getting these guys in the rhythm of dealing with a football season they will get closer and closer into, hey, we're now really getting reps to get ready for the season as opposed to just getting their football team together over the first week or so. That's when that depth chart will lock in, not only there at quarterback, but at some other spots as well. But quarterback, of course, is the most important one um, on any football team, and especially a football team with one that, as we'll talk about over the course of the rest of the show, has such a high ceiling for the rest of the roster. the quarterback's going to be really important in order to really reach that ceiling as a team over the course of the season. So uh, Haynes King, three practices where he's the primary guy with the first team offense. We'll see, you know, if they roll back the next practice and, and give Max the one reps, that's probably what we should expect, but we'll see sort of how that plays out over the course of the practices. Um, a couple of more notes from the offensive side of the ball. Um, Trey Zoon was back out at practice, had missed the first few practices with an illness, um, was back at practice on Sunday, looked good, moved well, looks like what you would want your left tackle to look like. Chase Lane had a really good day made a nifty sideline sort of toe-tap catch in one of the drills that really stood out and got some oohs and ahs from the fans. Um, 
And Devin A. Chain is he's going to be the guy for this offense. So there were several guys that did not take part in in this practice. And that's not anything necessarily to be concerned about. Anaya Smith, one of the ones who did not take part. Um, we are still, like I said, in the first week or just wrapping up the first week of these, of these fall practices. And the target for these guys is, you know, that first game against Sam Houston. And even more than that, it's, two or three weeks into the season once we get into SEC play. So those are really the guy, the the times they need to be worried about. That's the goal. It's not to get everybody on the practice field on, you know, August the 7th. Um, so Anias and a couple of the other offensive guys didn't take part. Uh, Bryce Foster, the starting center, has missed a couple of practices um, with some sort of in- injury. Obviously not considered major. Jimbo hasn't brought it up or anything like that. So more than likely, just something that'll keep him out for a couple of days. Um, but back to A-Chain, he's going to be the horse that's going to carry this offense. He's going to be, we know his speed and the dynamic that he brings. It's going to be the Devin A-Chain show. Um, in Took a few reps, several reps, not only as in the running game, but as a as a weapon in the passing game, he's going to be extremely useful. Took some reps attacking down the field, both from the backfield, running routes out of the backfield, but so mo- would motion out, split out, and then run a route down the wide receiver. His unique speed at the running back position. You know, most running backs go out there and if you're a running back and you run four, five, or four, six, or something like that, you got pretty decent running back speed. You're fast enough to be a decent running back. But you get out there in space, unless they put a big linebacker out there on you, you then are covered by a defensive back. Even a safety is going to be out there. He's going to run at least as fast as you, and it's way more comfortable in coverage situations than you are running routes. But you put a guy like A-Chain out there, it's a completely different equation. They have to account for him completely differently. And he showed that on Sunday with his ability to play the ball down the field. Um, in addition to the offensive guys who were out of practice, several defensive guys um, were out. And then starting corner, Miles Jones goes down with ankle injury early in practice. Um, but what really wound up happening is it sort of highlighted the depth that A&M has built over the course of the last few years on the defensive line and in the secondary. Um, Even down a few guys in both of those groups, um, they're able to roll out too deep of SEC quality guys all over the field, even down, you know, five or six guys on defense. And that, that has never been the case in the history of A&M since they've been in the SEC. Um, And and really it hasn't been the case for an A&M defense in a really long time until you get back into the uh, the heyday of the wrecking crew defense in the uh, in the 80s and 90s. Um, in terms of linebacker, Edron Cooper looks like he's ready to be a really really productive player. Um, he speaking of Devin A Chain again, um, A Chain ran a ran a wheel route out of the backfield on Sunday, and Edron Cooper ran with him. Ball's underthrown a little bit. Edron Cooper swoops in, pulls in a big-time, really impressive interception right there on the sideline. Huge play for the defense when the offense is trying to attack using its best weapon. So um, 
really excited to see what Edge is able to do this year, uh, playing linebacker for the Aggies. And we will um, we know that the defense is going to be ahead of the offense, especially this early in camp, and especially for AM, where so much of the roster, so much of the depth and the experience and insane recruiting class and things like make plenty of plays but all of this stuff is really good signs for the defense that should be an elite defense in 2022 speaking of elite i'm going to tell you guys about linkedin so as you gear up fall we get ready for football season fall is coming you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders linkedin jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and the best part for free first post your job to linkedin jobs and share it to your network and beyond where the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people are ready and waiting then add your job and the purple hiring hashtag hiring frame to your linkedin profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network those people who know you best can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find candidates you wanna to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now let's talk about some recruiting news. We had some exciting news over the weekend. Some good stuff happening for AM continues to happen in the 2023 class. So Nikhil. Bertrand, the three-star offensive tackle from the Philadelphia area, committed to AM on Sunday. That gives AM five commits in the course of about two weeks from Sunday to Sunday, um, capped by Chase Basantis on one end and Nikhil Bertrand on the other end of that two weeks. Over the course of that time, they moved up 25 spots approximately in the overall class rankings from 24-7 and now sit 30th with only 10 commits in the class. So some of these classes already have going on 20 or more commits that are ahead of AM. Um, most of the most of the reason why they sit 30th is purely related to volume. Their average ranking for their prospects is elite. Uh, prior to Nikhil committing and a couple of the commits going to Alabama and some other places over the weekend, um, A&M set second behind only Alabama in terms of the average ranking for the prospects in their class. So AM, we've had this conversation several times before over the course of the last several weeks. They're going to be selective in this class. This is going to be a smaller class. 
but it's going to be an elite class with very high quality. Bertrand's commitment gives AM three high-level offensive linemen for the 2023 class, Colton Thomason and Chase Basantis, as we mentioned earlier. And they've got a couple of more targets that are out there that uh, they're very interested in and very, very much in the running to get. So now that we have Bertrand's commitment, who's next? set his announcement uh, date as August the 10th. So this Wednesday, August the 10th, um, at, um, A&M is in the running there. I think it's pretty safe to say that Texas has the lead um, in that recruiting battle, but um, you never know until the commitment is actually announced um, where he's going to go. A little bit of a similar story with Kylan Jackson, who's going to announce on the 13th of this week um, that he's a Louisiana player. Um, LSU is in the running. LSU is probably the favorite there. They're in a dogfight with LSU for Kylan Jackson, but A&M is definitely in the running for both of those guys. So that will be something to pay attention to as we get closer and closer to the season. And as these commitments continue to roll in over the next few weeks, there's going to be tons of them that happen. We've talked a lot before about guys coming or guys wanting to commit before they start their senior season of high school, um, or at least really narrow down their choices so that they can focus on their their high school season instead of these college recruiters and things like that. Before we get to some more targets who could be uh, on the horizon for A&M looking to commit, um, I got to tell you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news from every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the action happening. Bet online where the game starts. So there's a long list of uncommitted targets for AM who could be in the running, who, who could be committing really at any time at this point. Um, we talked earlier about TJ Shanahan, the offensive lineman um, from Austin Westlake. Um, was a was a fan of AM and was considering AM before he moved from Florida to Texas. Now he's living in Central Texas. Um, AM is considered to be a strong leader in the clubhouse for TJ. Um, and the commitment of Chase Basantis a couple of weeks ago helped pretty significantly in that, uh, we feel like. So um, that could really happen at any point. He could decide that he's ready to end his recruitment tonight, or he could wait until all the way up until signing day. That one could really be any time. It's really up to TJ at this point um, when he decides he wants to lock it down. Jeremiah Love um, is a four-star running back um, from Missouri. Um, he came to the pool party. He had taken a visit earlier in the spring, and AM needs a running back in this cycle. They need a... Um, a top flight level player at the running back position 
in this cycle again. Um, we talked earlier about how they're likely to miss out on Cedric Baxter, missed out on Ruben Owens, who committed to Louisville earlier in the cycle as well. Um, is the number 66 overall recruit in the country, according to 24-7. Uh, uh, the main other contender for Jeremiah um, was believed to be Notre Dame. But they just uh, they just got a commitment from another four star running back. So there's a chance that Jeremiah will decide, or that Notre Dame will decide. Hey, you know we've got our running back for the class. Or Jeremiah may say, Hey, I don't want to go to a place with another running back already in the class. I'm going to commit to a And M. Um, we'll see. Um, he doesn't really have a timeline laid out. It could be soon. It could be a little bit later. Um, we'll find out. Um, Hakeem Williams, five star. Um, wide receiver from Florida. Um, he has sort of set a timeline for the end of September as when he wants to declare his commitment. And he has an official visit scheduled to A&M uh, for September 17th, which is the weekend of the Miami night primetime game at Kyle Field. So that will be a fantastic time for Hakeem to be in College Station at Kyle Field in that atmosphere. Um, if A&M is able to play the way that we hope that they play against Miami, that will go a long way with Hakeem towards um, pulling that big five-star offensive weapon wide receiver that A&M needs to continue to build to go along with this elite defensive talent that they continue to recruit. They need to continue to bring in these high-level pass-catching options. Um, JVN Toviano is a defensive back. Um, they're in a big-time dogfight for him with multiple schools. Um, he's taken visits to Michigan. He's taken visits other places. He has made two unofficial visits uh, to College Station. We don't have a timeline on his decision yet. We will see there. Um, Ramir Stewart's a little bit of an interesting situation. Four-star safety from Pennsylvania. Um, announced his commitment date. I want to say it was for the weekend of the pool party. But then we got no news, and he decided to push his commitment back. And so... We don't know if maybe A&M was expecting maybe a commitment from somebody else or maybe the fact that Peyton Bowen, the the five-star safety who is committed to Notre Dame right now, showed up at the pool party, maybe gave him some pause or maybe gave A&M some pause and they asked him to push. Um, we're not sure yet. We don't know exactly what went down there. Um, but considering the fact that he was he was ready to announce his commitment or seemed ready to announce his commitment, a week or two ago means it really could be at any point at this time. Um, and another interesting name we've talked about quite a bit on this show is Johnny Bowens, who committed to A&M early, decommitted after he took a couple of visits, a couple of other places. And then he showed back up at the pool party. And our, our guy, John Garcia from Sports Illustrated, told us that means that A&M is doing an elite job of recruiting these players. If they can keep these guys, even after they decommit, if they can keep these guys um, interested, if they can keep their contact with them and keep that relationship, it means that A&M is doing a really good job of not recruiting emotionally, of approaching it in a business-like fashion that allows these guys to see that none of this stuff is personal to the A&M staff. It's about what's best for the kid, about what's best for the football team. Um, and you, there's some insiders who believe that A&M now is back in the lead to pull Johnny Bowens back into the 2022 class, which would be a great get um, along the defensive line for A&M yet again. 
Um, then Adam Hopkins is a four-star wide receiver from Georgia. We don't have a timeline yet on his recruitment or on his commitment, um, but he's another guy who A&M seems to be in a relatively good position with as one of these pass-catching options um, out of Georgia. Um, and then we, we've got to talk about um, some potential flips. We mentioned Peyton Bowen earlier, but I think the guy we ha- really have to talk about today on, on, on Monday is Malachi Nelson, who decided to take to Instagram over the weekend, throw up some of those pictures from his visit to College Station during the pool party weekend, in his in the full AM uniform, cowboy hat on, all that kind of stuff. Really interesting that he decided to do something like that, considering, you know, he's a California kid, committed to a California school. We've talked about that. Um, if anything, that combined with the stories that we've heard from insiders and reporters that say, you know, his interest in AM is real. It was not, um, it was not a, um, going through the motions to come visit A&M, it's real interest. Uh, and you wonder if maybe with Malachi, there comes some tie with Zachariah Branch, the uh, the five-star wide receiver who's currently committed to USC. Uh, we'll keep an eye on him as well, of course. Um, and then I mentioned the name Peyton Bowen earlier. Um, he's actually a Texas safety, a Denton safety, um, just outside of Dallas, who committed to Notre Dame. And... A&M seems to believe that they have the chance to flip him. They feel really good about their position there. And uh, that's a guy who, unlike Malachi, um, or unlike the next guy we're going to talk about, is actually a Texas product committed to an out-of-state school. So if he were to flip from Notre Dame to A&M, it would likely generate excitement and positivity in in the group of folks that are around him as I'm sure, you know, there are AM fans around him. There are, you know, AM fans on his football team with him. There are probably AM fans on his coaching staff there in Denton. Um, it would not be considered, it, it wouldn't probably be a distraction from his senior season of high school football for him to make that flip before signing day. Whereas a guy like Malachi Nelson, who's committed to a California school and lives in California, or a guy like Tony Mitchell, who is committed to Alabama and lives in Alabama, or Zachariah Branch, who is in Vegas and committed to USC, and there, there's the proximity there. Um, Peyton Bowen's probably the one who has the opportunity to flip the earliest. Those other three guys are just guys for us to keep an eye on, keep our ears to the, the ground on, pay attention to the news that we hear, the social media posts that we see, those sorts of things, and see if maybe Jimbo Fisher can pull a rabbit out of his hat yet again on or around signing day once it rolls around in December. Guys, thanks so much for joining me today. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes, and you can read my writing about all things Texas A&M over at aggieswire.usatoday.com. And you can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAggies. And please subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice. Give us a five-star review and check out our YouTube channel, Locked on Aggies as well. Be sure to subscribe, like, comment, hit the notification bell, all those sorts of YouTube things to help us grow the show as we get into this football season so that we can have the best possible coverage for you guys over the course of the fall. Thanks so much.